Get ready. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Weekly Cooldown. I am Comic Jason, your host. And I'm Paul Henderson, your semi-regular guestish co-host. Paul's back! I'm back, baby! <laughs> and I moved two hours away. And it uh, took me two months to get here, or something. <laughs> I Listen, I moved 15 <laughs> minutes away, and it took me forever to get Go. situated, so... I get it, I get it, I get it. If you're joining us for the first time, this is the show where we get to know the Feels gaming like news it. of the week, and we get to know our guest. It is episode 198 of the Weekly Cooldown, and it is September 1st. I'm back just in time to, to for the run-up to episode 200, apparently. That's correct. Yeah, still don't know what we're doing. Um, <laughs> probably figure that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, you know, uh, the you might be gone pretty soon, now that I huh? uh, think about it, because... Uh, episode 200 coincides with uh, Hispanic or Latin Heritage Month. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be fucking gone then. Which means no white people allowed. No white people allowed. <laughs> so. Understandable. <laughs> it makes sense. Um, two, who's that? Hello? Huh? Who was that? I heard a spectral entity entered the the the, the chat here. Did you hear? Listen. Me. Is that the ghost of Christmas past? The ghost Is that of Mariah Carey? You're early. <laughs> Anyways, um, I don't know what we're doing for episode 200, but again, it does coincide with Latina Heritage Month, so likely something to do around that. So uh, we'll talk more about that later. We've got a guest waiting in the wings, Ghost of Christmas Past, etc., etc. Let's do headlines. Uh, I'll get us started. Star Citizens crowdfunding campaign reached a $600 million milestone earlier this week. <laughs> Yeah! The game has <laughs> now been in some form of development for 10 years and has shown no, in, uh, no indication of moving from alpha testing to beta. Despite the growth, there have been some claims that there have been layoffs at the developer Cloud Imperium Games. These leaks come from people who allege to have worked for Cloud Imperium and have been laid off, uh, including Theodore Hirschfeld, a former QA tester. Uh, Cloud Imperium said in response that, quote, reports of widespread layoffs at CIG are false. We have grown from 900 to 1100 this year. Cloud Imperium in its denial did mention that some teams and roles were reassigned or relocated to make sure their operations were more efficient. Additionally, Cloud Imperium said, quote, we continue to recruit for key roles in the company. In other uh, not-so-good developer news, the developers of Saints Row Volition Games has been shut down. In a Twitter post, Volition broke the news about the shutdown due to a restructuring program happening at the parent company Embracer Group. Boo! In their tweet, Volition said that as part of the restructure, Embracer made the evaluation of strategic and operational goals and made the difficult decision to close Volition effective immediately. <laughs> Fucking assholes. Volition said that they are working to provide job assistance to team members now out of a job and thanked fans for support over the last 30 years. 
the end of the tweet with, you will always be in our hearts. And finally, if you were hoping to hear about The Elder Scrolls Six, now that Starfield is out, unfortunately, there will likely be a little to hear about for some time. According to Bethesda head of publishing Pete Hines, it could be many years before we hear any news about Elder Scrolls Six. Hines said that all of the Bethesda power is being put behind to uh, making sure Starfield is the best game it can be. For now, Hines and Todd Howard, director of Bethesda, says that while the game is out of, quote, pre-production, it is still very much in early development. And those are those are the some of the headlines for this week. Uh, other headlines include everything you need to know about Baldur's Gate 3 uh, yet again for a third week in a row. Um, but if you have some other headline that I missed or anything else you want to talk about, feel free to reach me on twitter.com, not x.com, uh, at Commentaries Gaming or at WK Cooldown or on Blue Sky at Commentaries Gaming um, or Instagram. Don't talk to me on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, hit them up on Instagram, the platform famously known for how easy it is to communicate I mean, with people. It has a it has a DM system, unlike Blue Sky. But like I go there to post selfies and stuff, not to not to talk. You're also on Mastodon, isn't that right? I am. Not enough. But I am <laughs> on Mastodon. I'm on all the social medias. I'm trying to I'm trying to run a business here. I want this to be noted right now. This is the Paul Henderson weekly cooldown guarantee. You will never catch me dead or alive on Blue Sky. Really? Yeah. Do you think it's that bad? I just don't want to be there, man. That's fair. I, I don't know. Jack Dorsey's involved, even though apparently he's on the board yeah. and fucking hates how Blue Sky is run. I don't care. I I agree with that, actually. Um, I was on board with it because it feels the most UI-friendly, I guess. It feels easier to approach, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's a good thing. Yeah. I've done my Mastodon. I've done my, my Mastodon masturbation enough on this podcast oh, to leave it alone. So uh, <laughs> you, you, you guys already know my thoughts, but... Uh, I'm also on Mastodon if you want to follow me over there and you want to send me stuff. Uh, Paul's rocking Mastodon at shrike.club. Joe, are you on any of these uh, uh, things that we're talking about currently? Um, no, I was barely on regular Twitter. That's I, fair. I downloaded threads. I posted one thread. I stopped being on threads. That's yep. the way it worked for me. I mostly yeah. am just on TikTok at this point. Okay. How's that um, going for you? Uh, is Gen yeah. Z treating you okay? Yeah, uh, they don't the Zoomers, just like the me. Zoomers doing being being good to you over there. <laughs> I've never said the word adulting in my life, so they tend to find me okay. Oh, hey, okay. yeah, you're doing you're, you're already right. winning. <laughs> you're doing it. You're doing it correct. Joe is here. Say hello Hi. to the people. I'm Joe. No introduction um, needed. This is no. Nice. Yeah, no. Please tell yeah. us who you are. Moving and what along. You do. <laughs> I'm Joe. I uh, you can find me on every platform at Joe Lee Green Giant, except for. Mastodon and Blue Sky, um, and if there's another fake Twitter that I haven't heard of, and also I agree with the sentence of uh, we will not call Twitter X until Elon Musk calls his daughter Vivian. Right. <laughs> absolutely. Like, absolutely the fuck not. Uh, I haven't even heard that. I, I can swear call on it. this, right? Yes, of course. Yeah, I just don't want to call uh, it X. <laughs> also, X is really I love how bad a name x is i think it's very funny um it I'm, it really is but like, it's also it just, like you didn't have anything else to call it sir anything. it reminds me of max where i truly yeah. look at it and i go imagine deciding to never be at the top of another algorithm that's correct again. yes yeah hello 
Why would you name yourself something so generic and forgettable? Yeah. yeah. It's like if my parents called me something lame like Joe and my last name was <laughs> Lee and then no one would ever be able to find me anywhere. So or you if your it. name was Paul Henderson and you got overshadowed by one of the greatest Canadian hockey players of all time. <laughs> I don't have this problem. Although, <laughs> there is a very popular uh, football player with my name now. It's just, you know, the last name's different. So I, I have a chance. I have a shot. I have an in somehow. I once um, slept with a guy who had my name. That so sounds he unfortunate. Had, he, he literally had an in. No, he. Per- we were at a par- we were at a party, and he heard what my name was, and he was like, "Wait, your name Jolie? My name's Jolie. I've always wanted to fuck myself." <laughs> oh my god, that's a good pickup line. That Shit. actually I, is honestly really that, that would that would work on me. Flabbergasted. Yeah, yeah it was great. Um, I probably would have been like, "Yeah, yeah we I've have wanted to. to fuck we someone need, with my own name. We All need right. the we need the anecdote for each other." Yeah, I use that anecdote uh, as the icebreaker in every corporate retreat I've ever been in. Excellent. I've never been in a corporate retreat, but I assume Excellent. that yeah. they make you tell sex stories and anecdotes. Yeah, and you get a raise for it, I hear. Yeah, that's true. Or promoted, one of the two. Somehow this has already become the second horniest podcast of the weekly cooldown episode of the weekly cooldown. I've been this on. is only the second horniest well, episode. We had the, the fun fiction guys on, and that I don't Man. know if those guys can ever be topped, no matter how badly they want to be. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I've learned all from personal experience that any guy can be topped with enough uh, <laughs> with enough lube. Actually, all of the fun fiction casts are they them's, and they are all bottoms. And I'm saying this out loud. That's true. okay. They're all they them bottoms. Um, <laughs> hey Joe, what have you been playing this week? <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, we need to learn about what Joe oh, does. Right. Joe has shows and things that Joe does. Oh yeah. Um. I. I mean, I'm a stand-up comic in Los Angeles, but I mostly do TikTok and Instagram stuff. Again, at Joe Lee Green Giant, and I have a podcast called This Toxic Fandom, where we talk about RuPaul's Drag Race, um, because. I started talking about RuPaul's Drag Race on TikTok, and uh, people liked it, or they liked looking at my bulge and my shorts. I still don't really know which one, but I'm just going one with it. One of the it. two. One of the two. Uh, based on the comment section, you truly couldn't tell. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I and this week, I haven't been playing much this week, because I uh, was on vacation, so I was mostly playing phone games. But I have been playing a lot of Bloodborne again, mm. because it's the best game. It's always good uh, to come back to. What? It's always good to come back to. Yeah, like, there's a level of, I like other Souls games, and I think Dark Souls 3 is the second best Souls game. Mm. Um, But I think Bloodborne is kind of undeniable. Every time I try to play Elden Ring, I get pretty far, and then I go, there's too much to do. I don't don't like open worlds. I want... You keep going. I'm like, Elden Ring's fine. Um... The, the difficulty curve is uh, too stupid, so randomly you'll find yourself in an area where you're like, I'm just walking through this, and everything I hit dies. Yeah. Sure. For sure, me, sure. Um, for, for Souls games, Elden Ring and Sekiro are kind of the opposite ends of the same spectrum of games that I enjoyed and don't want to play again. Um, Sekiro was very focused and very, very difficult, and I liked playing it. I don't want to touch it again. And Elden Ring on the opposite end was like, it was so freeform and so open, and I enjoyed my first time exploring it and playing through it, and I don't want to touch it again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I beat both the games. I can't beat the drunkard in uh, Sekiro. Which is like the first mini boss. <laughs> yeah, I I'm terrible with Sekiro. I can't 
I can't even hold a candle to any like even like the the little babies that are just running around shooting arrows at me can't do it. It's too stupid. Not I, smart enough. I can pa- I parry so well in Bloodborne, mm. like to the point where I will be playing Bloodborne and like the world will fade away and I'll be like, parry boom and I can just kill everything and then I get into Sekiro which is all parrying and I'm like I can't do that. If I had a gun, I could do this. Yeah right. <laughs> Give me a gun, Sekiro. Yeah. I'm happy to. I'm happy to report that uh, the first FromSoft game I have ever felt good playing is Armored Core Six. Nice. That I makes sense because it's not a Souls game. That's yep. <laughs> Do I want to play Armored Core Six or does it? Is it too much crafting? Um, crafting. It's, it's no. Crunchy, doesn't it? You have to build a mech or something. Yeah, it it is building a mech, the a simulator, crafting. but it is mostly farming money so that you can buy the part not like farming parts so you can make the part that sounds awful um but the, yeah, the, the, big, the big appeal for, of armored core if i if i'm correct correct me if i'm wrong but it's that the mechs are just hyper customizable oh yeah you basically do whatever the fuck you want with them and just make some really fucked up stuff and absolutely a lot of the game is trying to figure out how to make the best mech essentially yeah, or the best mech for you. Anyway. For me, it's doing really fast Zone of the Ender slash Gundam piloting. Uh-huh. That's fun. Like, I love that's it. That's a fun. I like the. It's one of those things where I'm like, I like the idea of mecha stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'll wind up picking it up. I'm excited because I finally have a gaming PC, so I can finally play Baldur's <gasps> Gate oh, yeah. three. Yeah. Um, just in time I'm, for it to come out on console. Exactly, but wow. also, <laughs> I'm just excited because I'm gonna make a half orc barbarian named joe lee green giant <laughs> very good it's the dumbest joke all right he'll probably be a paladin great. no one wants to play a barbarian oh everyone wants to play a barbarian no, at least no. this time around nobody no. wants to play fucking rogue <laughs> i think no That's one cause... wants to play cleric oh of course nobody wants to play cleric no, <laughs> nobody wants to play cleric in D. wants <laughs> that to be the fucking true. healer oh that's god why you, that's why yeah that's why people pick like druids and bards because it's how you don't play a cleric i am a current currently a cleric in one of my D games because my original warlock died and it is not that it's unrewarding to play it's that i have to take a long rest and we are in a place where i cannot do that right now yep Oh, because we will all die if I don't if <laughs> if uh, if we take a long rest in this area. So, you know, no you one's getting one of those any heals. Dimensions. Oh yeah, you're playing what we call in uh, World of Warcraft staff mage, where you hit things with your staff. <laughs> That's correct. Yep. <laughs> or yell at it. Yep. You're you're like man. Cantrips are great. I'm glad I'm still using cantrips for the fifth session in a row. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Acid splash rules. <laughs> Yeah. I love magic I'm, I'm happy to hear that you've joined the PC. Will you be switching to PC for Twitch streaming? I believe the, you Twitch stream. The reason why... So the reason I... A part of why... I haven't had a computer in like a year and a half. Because mm. my MacBook broke and it was out of warranty. Um, so I was like... I get everything I need from my Mac on my iPad. So I should switch to PC. Mm. Partially so I can edit. But partially so that I can Twitch stream better and also stream on tiktok which Mm. is where my entire follower base is Mm -hmm. that makes sense yeah because obs obs on mac is not great (laughs) and streaming solutions in general on mac are pretty sub subpar i didn't actually know that yeah yeah i'm gonna have to figure out how to do it but you know i'm gonna figure it out maybe i'm excited for this journey for you 
yeah, it's gonna be fun. I'm either gonna play, I'm probably just gonna play like Baldur's Gate on stream to figure out everything, um, but also maybe not because I assume that I won't know when the dicks are happening. It, oh, you it can tells turn that me. off. You can turn okay. it off. And it, also. Yeah. I, I mean, that's so upsetting that I would have to turn off the dick. Yeah, don't. Oh, I, I mean, like, don't stream it for this reason. Yeah. I mean, me and uh, if, you're going, me if you're going to stream it, turn off the dicks. Okay. <laughs> me and uh, me and one of my friends are also talking about doing a uh, Souls Lock on a Pokemon, uh, a Pokemon mm. Souls Lock, which is when you do a Nuzlocke, but every time you catch a Pokemon in that area, you name it the same thing as your friend, and if one of them dies, they both die. Oh. Um, and I hate this idea, so we're going to do it. Because I'm just going <laughs> to yell at him the whole time, why aren't you leveling up my boy? <laughs> if, my, if my best friend dies, it's his fault. Yeah, that's correct. Well, uh, I, I, will, I will pray for everyone involved. Yeah. That's all mostly, I can do. Mostly my friendship with this person. Mm-hmm. He's actually <laughs> my, podcast, my podcast partner. Uh, Stephen Pope. Uh, he's well, if you all stop being friends, that's going to be an awkward podcast. <laughs> I think it'll. I think it'll uh, really make the energy of the podcast better. <laughs> it'll definitely change the energy. <laughs> it'll really make the toxic fandom more toxic. Excellent. Yeah. We love it. We love it. Um, very good. Um, Paul, what are you? Are you? Did you answer your own question? I did not. I mean, I, I kind of implied it. Um, I actually did end up picking Baldur's Gate three up, which was kind of surprising for me. I'm not really a I'm not really a CRPG type gamer like really mm-hmm. not like video games anyway. I mean I've done some tabletop in the past, but like this type of video game really isn't my thing normally. But all the stuff I've seen online of all the different characters has just been so enthralling that I just felt a need to give it a mm-hmm. shot. Um, if I'm being honest, it's kind of what I expected. the 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 writing is fantastic and the gameplay is really not for me, which is that's I I. That's I've I've talked about games that I've played and not enjoyed in the past. Games that I know are like, at least subjectively by most metrics, good games, and I don't know. For me, video game D and D is like, what's the fucking point? Sure. Um, because it's like, if I was gonna play video game D and D, I would just play D and D. Sure, sure. I am actively so terrified that I'm also going to hate the gameplay as somebody whose entire thing that they love in games is feeling like I'm doing something, which is why I play <laughs> Souls games and platformers. Um, and so I feel like I'll be watching the dice roll and I'll go, why? Get, get, the clicky clacky is not working properly. Yeah, well, it's kind of it's kind of the inverse of, like, how a lot of people feel about D&D is, um, especially in, like, tabletop RPG scenes, some people are like, D&D is so gamified to the point that you may as well be playing a video game at a certain point. Like, in most combat scenarios, it almost feel feels like, those like people are the wrong. D- some of those people, I feel but, like those but, people are playing with bad DMs. Yeah. Well, there, there are some DMs that essentially treat the game like they're just a computer processing yeah. inputs. And I, 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 I also agree that that's not a very fun way to play D&D. I also don't really like combat in D&D generally. I... Tends, I've, I've lately I've been finding myself wanting to play more games that are just not combat oriented in mm. general in RPG because it's like you you get this really deep character based stuff going and you listen to podcasts where there's this really deep character based stuff going and then like like there okay there's a podcast I listened to that I mentioned a few times called Dungeons and Daddies um, it's not a BDSM Which podcast we all love uh, it's a great podcast um, one but day I'll like, listen to that one. 
basically <laughs> any time combat happens in that podcast, which is otherwise a very fantastic, story-driven, fun podcast, I just feel the pacing of the show. It's like somebody just wrenched a fucking iron bar in the gears of the podcast, mm-hmm. and it just wrenches to a halt as all the action comes becomes a cacophony of suddenly needing to deal with all these awful D&D mechanics to play this game. And I'm like, God, I kind of just wish they didn't do combat ever. I was once in the early stages of planning a D&D podcast, and I was like, you might want to just cut out po- combat almost entirely. Because I'd been listening to NADPOD and Trials and Trebuchets, and until later episodes of those shows... The combat is just so stale uh-huh. until the characters and the DM get so comfortable just describing epic battles yeah. that happen to have mechanics involved. I think that's part of what a lot of people struggle with when it comes to making a D&D content is what do we do about the combat part? Um, yeah, you hire Emily Axford. <laughs> you make someone narrate it for you. Um I I agree with you for the most part regarding Baldur's Gate 3 versus a Dungeons and Dragons combat. Mm-hmm. I think what the game does for me at least cuz I am actively in two campaigns um that I stream sometimes. Um is that it it inspires me to do things that I can do in Baldur's Gate 3 that I have not thought to do in D&D. Sure. And then vice for, and vice versa. Can you multi-class in Baldur's Gate? You can. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm vaguely considering uh, just really being being that bitch and playing a Hexblade Paladin, mm. uh, which is something that I would probably never do unless oh. I was intentionally trying to... I, unless I was intentionally making a character that was supposed to start broken and narratively maybe stop being better that good in combat... I would Unf- probably never play that because it's such an overdone thing. And every time I played with a Hexblade Paladin, uh, that, that person is annoying. Hexblade is not available. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. Never speak to me or my son again. You can't even get a <laughs> really person, so like, really, don't, what's the fucking point anyway? How do you not have a Hexblade? It's I was the most hoping, popular Warlock class. I was hoping for, th- for them to introduce Celestial Warlock because that's what I played my first D&D character as. I... I love a celestial warlock that doesn't know they're not a cleric. That's cr- that was me. That was me the entire game. Like they're like me and my god talk every day. That's not how that works. Yeah, no. <laughs> I it was me and my character and my god like conversing about all the powers I could do. And then at the end of it only did I learn that like the healing uh passive that I get that's a bonus action can be used as many times as I need to use it, not just one time. And I was like, oh, I we've been going through this whole campaign without me knowing that, and now he's dead. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta read your bonus actions. You gotta read it. You have to read it, but you have to comprehend it. Me, I don't have that skill. I can read very well. Hard. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so, uh, other than Baldur's Gate 3, um, I also kind of fell back into um, Dead by Daylight again. Oh, of course. Yeah, it's sort of, it's sort of been an eternal one that I've been going back to. On the, the game of the gaze. Yeah, I'm not and good enough at Dead by Daylight, so I feel bad playing it. It's that's me. Like Dead I by Daylight is such a learning curve. It's it's, yeah. it's a game you have to sort of grind at in order to get good at. Whereas, There's like, no I'll play like Overwatch, and I'm like, I'm good enough at this game that I'm rarely bringing down a team. Yeah, that's correct. With Dead by Daylight, I'm like, I literally am just like 
not i cannot do the timing well enough well, to then, not make noise there's no skill transference and dungeons and uh, not dungeons and dragons dead by daylight is is such a relatively unique game like just in terms of gameplay that there doesn't really there's not really an in analog in other types of multiplayer games to Dead by Daylight. So when you pick it up and play it for the first time, you're kind of just like, I've never played a video game before. I don't I'm, know how to interact with this. I like, spend my whole time in DVD just screaming. Yeah, like the first hundred games or so as a survivor, you spend like playing hide and seek. And then you realize after about a hundred games and so or so, hiding doesn't matter because most of the time the killer is going to find you. The best thing you can do is figuring out the, how to run away from the killer the best is how you actually play it. And, and then once you realize that, it stops being a horror hide-and-seek game and becomes a really intense game of tag. <laughs> Ooh. See, now it sounds fun. Yeah, and that's and that's really fun. When you get good at running the killer around and like figuring out how that movement works, or on the other side, whenever you get good at, at killer and you learn how to chase survivors around and you play against survivors that know their shit and know how to run around that's when the game starts getting really fun and like learning how to pressure the map as the killer and learning how to negate the killer's pressure as the survivor all that stuff like so much. that's it but but like i said there's, there's not really an analog to that kind of gameplay no. in other games so it takes a long time to learn those strategies and in the Be, meantime you kind of just in the meantime you kind of either just die a lot or everybody escapes from you all the time because you don't know what you're doing yeah. and like i just would feel I just feel bad every time I play it. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm ruining this for the other people. I spend like, I my entire feel time they're mad at me. screaming uh, that someone is chasing me and missing every skill check. <laughs> I also, like, don't... It's one of those things where, without an immersive element, I just don't find it scary enough. Like, unlike something like Resident Evil or Bloodborne to an extent, I don't... There's not a story to hook me in, mm. and everything is so randomized that I'm like, uh... I mean, I guess it's scary to be to see Freddy from Nightmare on Elm Street, but not yeah. scarier than seeing, I don't know, Nicki Minaj in Call of Duty. I assume oh I've never played Call of Duty, but I know Nicki Minaj joined. That's and cool. She that. certainly did. They got the Xenomorph now from an Alien in Dead by Daylight. Which is a great let, choice. Let and me know when Nicki Minaj is in Dead by Daylight. Uh, I mean, they added Nick Cage, so nothing's off the table. Yeah, nothing point. is off the table. But Nicki Minaj would be a killer, not a... Not a <laughs> Nicki Minaj not, would be joke, a killer. People joked about that with Nick Cage. They were like, we don't know if Nick Cage is a survivor or a killer in this game. Hold on. Let's let's wait until they announce more information before we that know That man is sure. in so much debt, he'll put his name on anything. Is he? <laughs> yeah, so famously, Nick Cage has, has a lot of like gambling debts from like really? when he was younger which is why he's made so many bad movies is he was in such bad debt that he had to just make money i'll take I, it allegedly i think i, think I, I might i'm pretty sure i'm right i think or someone always, apparently he <laughs> and he you know he lost a bunch of money on the real estate market it was something it was something yeah, where he, he he had a lot of debt because of something he lost a bunch of money on the real estate market and he took a bunch of like high paying dog shit roles in order mm. to make his money back <laughs> I love, yeah. like, every movie he's in, so it's fine. It's fine. Man? He's been in some stinkers. Well, maybe not. Face though. Off? I'm kidding. Face Off's beautiful. Hey, hold on. I, would, I still have to actually watch Face Off. I've never seen that one yet. I've seen Apparently Ghost Rider. I did not like that bankruptcy. one. But... He made it out just through grinding out a bunch of movies. He's having fun. Through making he's Wicker having Man. Fun. Yeah, through, through making, making Wicker, Man. Wicker Man. He actually made his everything back off Wicker Man, and everything else was just gravy beyond that point. He, he saved the bees. Through Wicker Man, and that saved his finances. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, he's in Dead by Daylight now also. Yep. Maybe he hasn't made all his money back then. Maybe he hasn't made all his money back. <laughs> no, um, he told the story at the, um, at the uh, not the Game Awards, um, Summer of Gaming, Summer Games Fest. And I think he said that, like, one of his daughters was super into Dead by Daylight. And so he that's like, how it... made a deal to get into the game for Yeah, that's how it happens. Or like yeah. a relative. Very good. Good, good on you, Nick Cage, getting in on the video games. As for me, I too am playing the Baldur's Gate, but I am also playing as the aforementioned uh, Armored Core Six. But yes. I am also playing the unforementioned Bomb Rush Cyberpunk. How's fantastic, that fantastic, fantastic, fantastic! Tell me about it. It's so it, good. Is it Nagunuma did the soundtrack, right? He did a lot of it. Yes. Um, a lot of the um, soundtrack also comes from people that the developer, whose name is Team Reptile, I remembered. Uh, they go through a lot of um, like indie recording artists, and they say, like, hey, can you give us a song for this thing? And they do it. And uh, if you've ever played Lethal League or Lethal League Blaze, um, that kind of music is also in the game, and it is so good. It's all so good. Um, there's a few VODs up on my Twitch channel if you want to take a look. Uh, Twitch.tv says Gaming. We're going to take a break. Um, oh, wait, Too Mellow did also. Oh, yes, Too Mellow did I'm one song. I'm not surprised by that at all. Not at all. I wish he did more, but he has one song on it, and it's actually very good. Oh, and he's, um, well, he's in his track, apparently. Sorry. I'm going to let you go to, you, to the, to the mid-roll now. That's correct. We have to go to a break. <laughs> I was going to say, go to a the break. break's never happening. I, I, break. I can't just keep interrupting the mid-roll. We never get to run ads. Paul does this all the time, too. It's me. true. <laughs> we oh, have yeah, I've to also take... been playing Clash of Clans again. beat your ass. <laughs> Clash of Clans? Yeah. Wait, again? wait, 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 wait. We're actually There's never going to make it to the mid-roll. I'm so sorry. wait. I, this is all related to Crash of Clans. There's a guy on Grinder near me. Oh my who, god! His profile picture is him holding his phone, and Clash of Clans is on it. And I truly was like, I'm not attracted to you, and I know you're not attracted to me, but I need to know why Clash of Clans. And he was like, I used to be the number one player in the United States. I bet. And I thought it was cool, and I was like, How much money did you spend to be the number one player in Clash of Clans? That is a pay-to-win system. That's did actually pretty sick. No. Yeah, did he tell you no. Um, no, he he stopped responding. He was like, "Why is it funny?" And I was like, "It's hilarious." It's you hilarious. Know it's funny. You know that, exactly. The lack of self awareness. Like, if I was the number one player in Clash of Clans, hell yeah, that'd be funny as shit. <laughs> I would. I would. Lean I mean, into I would, it. Listen, lean in. Oh, lean in. I would be proud of it. Don't get me wrong, because I'm just like that. But number also, one. like, I would be. It, it's it's like being the number one tic tac toe player. Like, who the fuck cares? <laughs> it's so good. Anyway, I think we were supposed to take a break. Yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to take a break. I hit Town Hall 14. We're going to take a break. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to get into the news stories when we come back. Call of Duty is doing some stuff, and there's a man from Tennessee who got arrested for doing something weird. We're going to talk about it, and we'll be right back with more show. Yeah, a little bit. Okay, we'll be back. (laughs) All right, this is... New radio drama, officially sanctioned by the immortal emperor himself, Ghosts on a Train. Ghosts on a Train is all about the pride of Duskwall and the courageous but eccentric line bulls that keep our railways safe. Let's hear from the bulls now. Andrew Anderson, badge named Dunville. The best thing about being a line bull is definitely the train. 
Back at the orphanage, I shared my room with 20 people, and now I only share it with three. Ooh, plus the food's way better. Plus there's a hot tub, and I swear that someday... Yeah, we only have so much time. Adric, a.k.a. Drix. Badge name, Colburn. Close calls, huh? <laughs> that was a wild one, but, uh, you know what cowboy never rodeos entails. Oh, that's unhelpful. Pippin Pip McKeel. Badge name McKeel. Well, I think it's best to bear the train. It's a unintelligible mumblings of a drunkard. Ah, well, listen to Ghosts on a Train, a Ghost Lines actual play, releasing every other Thursday on a podcatcher near you. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the show. I held my breath during the entire mid-roll. <laughs> so, for the whole, the whole time, time that the that the ads were playing? I That's impressive breath out. control. Yeah, that I could make a... a lot of money off that. <laughs> oh, I know I could. Mm, Voice acting. That's not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> we have two stories to get to here. Um, I'll take the first one. Call of Duty is trying to combat online gaming toxicity. A few weeks ago, we discussed how Xbox has taken the fight to toxic gamers by updating their enforcement strike system and effectively giving players an eight strikes you're out chance. For Call of Duty and Activision, they've decided to begin using an AI to moderate in-game voice chat. The program is called ToxMod. The program is developed by Modulate and builds itself as the only proactive chat moderation solution purpose-built for games. ToxMod is currently being used in some VR games like Rec Room. Uh, ToxMod doesn't have the power to ban people outright for offenses, but can recommend and flag potential offenses. So basically what it means is there's an AI listening in on your, well, will be listening in on your voice chat coming up in Modern Warfare 2. I'm so excited for an AI to mom the shit out of these guys. Yeah, no, this rules. Um, this no, ironically rules. But it's also like, so, so the article is even cooler because like, the it can uh, it's designed around if it hears an adolescent voice having a different opinion on like what it should be said around someone that young. Um, okay. it can detect white supremacist dog whistles. Um, and can detect if someone's like taking someone offline to like radicalize them further. Mm-hmm. And it even knows that like. For example, the N-word is a slur, but there's a group of people that can say it acceptably, except uh, that. Um, <laughs> and so it can detect by tone of everyone around it if someone is using the word in a derogatory way or in a reclaimed way. And that is really cool. Yeah. It um, also and... did have a part where it said uh, people who identify as black or brown. I was like, that's wrong. <laughs> that's incorrect uh, article. Yeah. yeah, but the, you 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 got it, but yeah. you don't got it. Yeah, <laughs> your heart's in the right place. That's like, correct. I, it's not how identity works. Yeah, but um, I I um, AI gets a lot of bad rap for very good reasons mm-hmm. in a lot of places. This is not one of those places where it's bad. Um, I think that if you are in the context of a video game being published by a private company. And using it in a way that can be considered, you know, fairly public. You're interacting with other people. Um, I think it is both good and correct that the company that is operating this game should have the ability to do whatever they need to do to moderate the 
content that is being created by the people that is using their software. Yeah. And in this case, Absolutely. the content that is being created is a voice chat communication between the other players. And I think that they got to do whatever they need to do to make sure that they are creating a healthy and safe environment for the people who are in those those games. And notice they, they said that the AI isn't going to be able to hand out punishments. It's going to make recommendations. It'll probably grab, grab like a 30-second clip and upload it to the servers. And usually with that kind of stuff, it's like deleted after a week or something like that. Yeah. And then they can decide if they need to make moderation decisions from there. And I genuinely think this is a very good thing and will go a long way to help curb toxicity in gaming spaces. My it's hope also- is that you're all correct. Um, because that that is exactly how I felt about... Um, seeing this article especially given how much of the online voice chat harassment on like (laughs) grand theft auto 4 and 5 i've been privy to in the past um it, it feels like this is a good step in the right direction um i think this the like i'm i'm hoping that the taking of folks' voices and deleting them is the is what actually happens. I am um, I'm often very skeptical about people listening in on anything, um, despite the fact that I know like it happens all the time. Um, Somebody's listening to us right now. In fact, that's correct. That's correct. Um, on their phones and or personal devices <laughs> at home. Are um, you saying that this uh, that this thing that says recording is actually recording? Yeah, could, we're not just, well we're not just, this isn't just a Discord call, <laughs> sorry to say. But no, uh, I also think this is a really, like, ethical use of AI. Yes. Because yes. it's not like they were going to hire somebody to listen to every Call of Duty chat forever. Right. But they are still hiring people to make the calls based on the information they're yeah. gathering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're not letting the AI decide, like, no, you can't have this. You yeah. can't. You can't play this game because you said a slur. Yeah, it is it is a tool. It is not judge, jury, and executioner. Exactly. Very good. All right. Call of Duty doing something right for once. Can you believe it? <laughs> um, no. <laughs> um, like I said, this will be implemented coming up as a beta into Modern Warfare 2. Um, and if everything goes right, you should see it also in the upcoming Modern Warfare 3 whenever that is on Do its we way. really need two more modern warfares? How more? Mo- how much more modern has warfare gotten? Warfare's gotten pretty modern lately. Yeah, yeah. Despite the fact that they keep so I've heard. the soap McTavish. So I've heard, anyway. Pretty modern. Um, speaking of, Modern Warfare 3 is set to release November 10th. Um, for our next story. Birthday. Oh, big day, big day, yeah, big yeah. day. Uh, Paul, let's do the next one. Yeah, sure. A man from Tennessee is behind a 45-minute leak of Starfield gameplay this week before the game's release. The same man has been arrested now and has been charged with possession of marijuana and possession of stolen property. Normally, the leak would have been scrubbed and no real issues would have been raised. However, the leaker also apparently went on to sell copies of Starfield, marked up well beyond $60 to $70 on the marketplace Mercari. Um, The man who used the alias Menfian... Minfian94 online <laughs> is being processed through the courts. Yeah, I didn't want to. His real name is out there. I just didn't want to use it. Um, yeah, because he's because he has a no. It's wild. He also po- he literally posted like TikToks oh, of yeah. himself being like, "Look at my stolen contraband." Yeah, yeah. Um, the one problem I have with this is why are people still being charged with possession of marijuana? Oh yeah, of course. In in Tennessee, um, I'm afraid we we have not caught up 
to the times in Tennessee. I was going to say, um, we? Are you currently in Tennessee? The royal we. Okay. <laughs> There's no royalty in Tennessee. <laughs> Not that you know. It's the royal y'all there. <laughs> You're correct. That's true. Um, yeah, it, it, I mean, it, it's a it's a very dumb crime, right? Um, not only did he do the thing, but he was caught doing the thing, also put himself online on social media, um, saying things like, Todd, no offense, that's a good game. <laughs> uh, perfect timing about leaving the earth. Um, all kinds of weird, very strange things. Unhinged. Um, and then also, yes, uh, selfies and, and video of him with... Uh, multiple copies. Literally, I believe sixty. Of him putting them. It's no. It was sixty-seven. Yeah. He was two away from this being a perfect crime. <laughs> uh, could he not get the sixty-ninth. Yeah, literally was like putting things in a FedEx envelope to be like, I'm shipping these now. It's like, yep. oh my god, you're an idiot. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's out right now on ten thousand dollars bail. Next sure. court date is uh, or has happened. Um, and. Yeah, we're, he's working his way through the system. Who knows how much he'll he'll owe for possession of marijuana? I think uh, I thought he got out on bail. Like, oh wait, I it would have happened by now. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Just kidding. We're in the future. We're in the future. Um, Starfield, however, is on its way. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it is in the hands of most people by now. Um, but it also uh, takes place in the future. That's correct. A future where you. Can't go to hang on side sidebar about Starfield. Have you all seen this one dude getting real upset about how you can't land on Saturn? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a man I on the internet. But... There's a guy I've been posting on Twitter who's does really he... upset about the fact that you can't land on Saturn. Does he know what Saturn is? He... He's been told. He seems to think that because it's a video game and because it's like Bethesda. That they can, they can and should have made Saturn a solid planet that you can land well, on. Is this guy that... has the only games he's ever played like Mario games where you can jump on clouds? No, or his something. thing. His thing is, he literally has been told that it's a gas giant with no solid ground, and he's just like, "Well, why can't I fly around? Well, I got a ship. Can I fly? You'd in melt. Saturn? You'd melt. Yeah." I mean, the, it's, the, the, a, it's ridiculous. I have to, I, I legitimately want to give him one broad little bit of benefit of the doubt, which is no. like, I mean, maybe you should <laughs> be able to fly into Saturn and fucking die. Like, if you were, if you were going to make this point about wanting to go inside a planet that was a gas giant, the answer should have been Uranus. Uranus and yeah. so if you're going to mm-hmm. make it Saturn, you deserve to be ridiculed. That's true. Yeah. That's true. That's true. That's true. I, I think... What I wanted to highlight regarding this uh, notorious Starfield criminal and also this other notorious Starfield criminal on Twitter is that, like, I don't understand why people are very, uh, like, weird about Starfield. Is Starfield just No Man's Sky but made by Bethesda? I know nothing about this. (laughs) It's it's Fallout in space, basically. so it's Elder Scrolls space. Yes, exactly. Oh and my Bethesda God. makes one game and they make it very well. I, I disagree. I don't think they make it very well. <laughs> I think it's important to remember that the best version of both Fallout and the best version of Elder Scrolls were both made by different companies. <laughs> Ooh. Shots fired. You hear that, Todd? Shots shooted. Yeah. 
Todd, star- how many Starfielded. How, the question is how many versions of Starfield will be released that you'll have to buy before we get Elder Scrolls 85 or whichever one's next? Is it only six at this point? It's going to be made, six. Who made a version of the Elder Scrolls that wasn't Bethesda? Um, I think Morrowind was a different company. Really? I'm pretty sure. That is news to me. That I think, can't be right. I think I'm 90% sure Morrowind was not Bethesda. No, it was definitely Bethesda. <laughs> Fallout, no, think... Fallout was made by Interplay. I'll give you that. Yes. No, no, no. The best, I mean, the best Fallout game is New Vegas. And that was not Bethesda. New Vegas wasn't Bethesda? It was no. made by Obsidian. Yeah. It was oh. Bethesda, but it was made by Obsidian. I see. Interesting. And which one is the best Elder Scrolls now? Um, it's, I, apparently. <laughs> I, 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 I can't agree with that because I've never played it, but I've heard good things about Morrowind. <laughs> Um, I think it's a, I I thought Oblivion wasn't made by them, and I think Oblivion is their strongest game. I know uh, someone who would classic. agree with you on that, which is why I asked. Okay, it, apparently it was. For some reason, I thought it. I thought I'd heard it wasn't. No. I thought the, I think H, I thought I th- heard in an H Bomber guy video that it wasn't, and I don't H-Bomber know why I believe guy. him. He just seems credible. He <laughs> sure, no, he does. Through that wall that one time. Oh, I do trust. Right, right. I do trust him implicitly ever since he busted through that wall that one time. So I understand. <laughs> I'm kind of sad I didn't buy the shirt that was his face busting through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> it's good merch. But uh, no, I I I definitely um it's it is it's through and through very much a classic bethesda mm-hmm. yeah. rpg like it's it's that style of game in space yes and i don't know why people thought it wasn't going to be that yeah i that's what <laughs> that's, i mean that's I the don't, thing that's gotten me right i don't quite understand like i understand the hype around the game sure i don't it's understand why made a new product in a decade sure <laughs> exactly <laughs> Two decades let's be clear Two i don't because elder scrolls whatever uh, or Fallout, Skyrim? whatever, 4. Fallout, Fallout oh. 4 is the newest thing I think they'd made that wasn't just... Well, there was Fallout 7. Oh, oh, you, mean like, you mean like literally a new game. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm saying that they've been using the same formula since Morrowind. Oh, no, you're absolutely <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Absolutely. But I mean, I don't understand. They like, I fall Fallout, Fallout and we're like, we're just going to Morrowind it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I understand that Bethesda has the power to make folks be very excited for their game i don't understand why people are so excited that they're like stealing and complaining about a game they haven't played yet and wondering why they can't land on saturn like the the discourse and the kind of uh activities that are coming out of starfield despite the fact that it is not technically released yet as of this recording at least is very strange to me. All what I'm I saying tell... is that if Obsidian had made Starfield, you would have been able to land on Saturn. <laughs> <laughs> From what I can tell, there are two types of people that have sentiments towards Starfield that are strong ones. Uh, people who are excited about Starfield and don't know that what a Bethesda-style game is and is be- becoming preemptively Hoping disappointed about else. it. Yeah. yeah, And expecting something else. And people who have been excited about Starfield... <laughs> And know what a Bethesda game is, and are getting exactly what they wanted. Mm. They're getting a Bethesda game in space because that's what this is. It's a Bethesda sure, sure. game in space. Yeah, yeah. Accurate. I think if you're expecting No Man's Sky, you should go play No Man's no, Sky. Go play No Man's Sky. It's actually good I, now. I I just assumed it was that. By the way, No Man's Sky is now pronounced Nomansky. It's it's always been Nomansky, but Nomansky. for the sake of clarity, you have the first time you have to say No Man's Sky. That's correct. but after that, you can say Nomansky. Nomansky. 
Thanks, Sam. <laughs> um, well, I mean, that's it. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and that's we'll see it. you next time here nope. on Stuffing the Press. It is time for, oh no, wrong show. Wrong show. Did different I say Stuffing the Press? Oh my god, I did. <laughs> different, different show. That's your thing. Son. I don't know what's going on. Can we have a Stuffing the Press episode? Yeah, don't, don't worry about it, Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> we should. That might be fun. Um, Get the whole stuff crew on. Oh man. Hey, uh, it is time, however, for This Week in Gaming History, sure. where we take uh, releases that happened in the past and talk about them in the today times, the future. Um, starting, of course, with August 27th, we have Mafia 1, the terrible PC game that came out in 2002. Do you think Mafia... Wait, hold on. Am I thinking of Mafia 2? Mafia 2 is great. Mafia 1 is terrible. Okay, yeah, I'm thinking of Mafia 2. I've never played <laughs> Mafia 1. Mafia 2 is crazy. Mafia 2 is great. Um, Final Fantasy A Realm Reborn, uh, first release 2013. I've heard good that things is... about that one. I think it's mid. You think it's mid? Okay, sure, sure, sure. I've only been playing it for the last eight years. <laughs> uh, Disgaea Hour of Darkness, uh, 2003. Metroid Prime 3 Corruption, 2007. Um, in more recent history, Control in 2019. And No More wow. Heroes 3 in 2021. Thank Control you for saying that, such a Joe. Cool I love Control. It's Control one of my favorite games. Jesse Faden is uh, an amazing protagonist. Mm-hmm. I'm still convinced that uh, Jesse and her brother are actually the same person, and it's... Uh, that they are just from different realities and that's why they had to take the brother mm. and it's like it's super yeah i never really cared about remedy as a studio until control came i out. don't like anything else they i do not <laughs> really i think alan wake is garbage meteoric no. take holy shit <laughs> remedy makes such good games that rules. oh man i love i love good opinions like that actually love, you know fucking, what i eat that shit up i will say that like you have to be one of those cult classic type of people to really enjoy a remedy game. And I think yeah. I'm one of those people. Sure. <laughs> um, because you are correct. Alan Wake is not a great game. But if I want to read a Stephen King book, yes. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It is, if it I is, wanted to read Pet Cemetery, <laughs> It was basically a Stephen King. Uh, an homage to Stephen King, but t- yeah. way too much. Um, however, oh, I forgot No Man Heroes, No More Heroes Three came out. Uh, yeah, I I was actually gonna say I haven't heard people talk about that game as much as I thought they would talk about that game. Um, but it it certainly was out twenty twenty one. Um, but the rest of the remedy like c- cinematic universe, and I call it that for a reason, um, is top notch. Max Payne and Max Payne Two are great games. Um. Uh, 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 Quantum, Quantum, I know the name of it. Leap? Quantum. Job. Quantum Break. Quantum Break, yes. I, I was I just do... saying nouns. <laughs> I, I do get confused because I know Quantum Leap exists and that yeah. is not the name of the game. Quantum Break is basically like the TV show 24 but with timey-wimey bullshit. I also um, Quantum Break existed. It is, it's such a good game, though, and it also features a part by the woman who plays Jesse Faden, ah. um, and then Control ties it all together in a really neat bow, and Alan Wake 2 is coming out, and it looks fantastic. There's a black woman protagonist. You should play it. Alan Wake 2? Alan Wake 2. Isn't, didn't they already make a second Alan Wake? N- not until s- September. They, uh, they did a remaster of the original. They did a sequel to Alan Wake. Is it just not called Alan Wake 2? They did it not do a sequel. 
Yeah, that's what's coming up. It's like uh, he's like there's one where he's like in a, a a junkyard or something. Oh, that is a DLC Alan Wake expansion. Oh, okay. The American know. Nightmare. No, okay. Nightmare. I thought I just which no one has played by I the didn't, way. I didn't it's, play AEW either, by the way. Yeah, I should say. Um, I never. But yeah, Alan Wake Two is coming out. It looks fantastic. Part of it takes place in New York City. It's great. Um, hey, it's the Big Apple. Hey, I'm walking here. Um, August 28th, uh, Mario Tennis releases in 2000. God, Wait, do you know what that means? Do you know what that means? Do I know? Mario? That's That means that Waluigi was created and introduced 20 years true. ago. Because yeah. Waluigi made his debut as a doubles partner for Wario. You're That's right. correct. Oh my God. That's the fun fact that I uh, teased in the hey. break that we took uh, that wasn't put on air. Wario is 23 years old. Rest in peace. Waluigi. Sorry, who did I say? Wario. Wa- oh. Waluigi must have family money because he could not rent any of the carts in Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> Guild Wars 2 came out in 2012 now. It's making it 11 years old. I played a little bit of Guild Wars 2. I, I played too. a lot of bit of Guild it. Wars 2. It was fine. Yeah, it was fine. I, I played yeah. so much of it. I had a rogue I made a that... Plan. I made a lesbian plant. Yeah, I, I made a bunch... Of, I had a rogue that I ran around with and was lesbian with. Mesmers are the gayest class in that game. Mesmer, everyone who plays <laughs> everyone who plays Guild Wars 2 knows that I'm right. Um, August 29th, Valkyrie Profile in 2000. Uh, Mario Superstar Baseball 2005 and Saints Row R.I.P. Volition in wow. uh, 2006. That's topical. That first uh, Saints Row game, no one thought it was going to get as genius no. as it did. No. I don't think so at all, but I'm I'm glad it did, and I'm glad uh, 30 years later, we're still talking about him. Uh, Not for much longer. Yeah, Seven, well. 17. Well, sorry, 30 years for Volition, 17 for Centro. Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> what year do you think it is? <laughs> How old am uh, I? How t- long have we been talking? 2036? We've not? been going for like 13 years. <laughs> August thirtieth, <laughs> Resident Evil Survivor in two thousand. No, it's still not open. <laughs> <laughs> and Parappa the Rapper two in two thousand one. Parappa the Rapper two is such a weird game. It very much is. It's compared, an improvement. I think it's an improvement. Game. It is, but it's also weird. It's so weird. Um, so is Resident Evil Survivor. Um, was that the multiplayer one on PS two? That was no. That was a kind of rail shooter one that they made. Um, for the PS One, oh. where they oh, yeah, created an entire island for you know the containment of the zombie virus or whatever, and then screwed up the lore because of it because what? like it just shouldn't have existed. Is Survivor Zombie Zoo? Zombie Zoo? No, I don't think so. Is it? No, wait. I thought, what? for some reason, my brain was like, Survivor's the one where it's on the Nintendo 64 and you have friends. No, that is Dead Aim. No. Or, um, what's the other ones? Uh, there's Umbrella Chronicles and... Nintendo 64. Oh, 64? Yeah. Never, I have no idea what you're talking about. Never mind. <laughs> there's Resident I thought Evil you said game where, like, it's, like, multiplayer. Uh, Resident Evil 2? No. No. That one's not even multiplayer. Resident Evil Zero? No. For the Nintendo 64? Those were both on the 64, apparently. There is there is none of this. That 
Multiplayer Resident Evils did not exist. Yeah, I didn't think so. Not on the 64. Until... Five, really? No. No, 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 no. That is not true. <laughs> well, I mean, Survivor, I guess, was multiplayer. But okay, I maybe I am thinking of Survivor. Survivor is the one where you have friends, right? I think so, yeah. And you can uh... play up to two people, and there's a zombie zoo. I don't remember that part. It's like the this famous is... one is that you can, there's an elephant, there's <laughs> like a zombie elephant you can fight. This is, oh, Resident oh my God. Outbreak, Outbreak. You're talking about Outbreak. Outbreak. I knew something was there. Zombie yeah, yeah. Zoo. It was, Outbreak was an online four-player yes. multiplayer co-op Resident Evil game for the PS2. I it loved was, Outbreak, and insane. I can't believe I forgot about it. Um, Outbreak was peak multiplayer video gaming, actually. Um, okay, but it was PS2. I can be forgiven for assuming it was the Nintendo 64. I don't, I don't know, know why I can. can be forgiven, but I think I can. <laughs> I'm not I sure. believe in me. <laughs> um... August 31st, Crash Bandicoot, 1996. Whoa. Who's ever heard of that? Uh, who, indeed. Tenchu, yeah. Stealth Tenchu. Assassins, 1998. And Dino Crisis in 1999. Yippee, never played any. This, is a, good week. this is a good week for video games. Yeah. August 30th. Uh, actually, yes. Uh, in general and in, in this current uh, yeah. future in which we live. Um, Disagree. Starfield's coming out, and well, I don't know if you've heard, but you can't land on Saturn. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> September first, Mega Man Seven in nineteen ninety five, Rayman also in nineteen ninety five, and Bomberman Hero in nineteen ninety eight. Wow, Hero. dead franchises tell no tales. God, for real, man. Rayman. <laughs> Rayman Hero was a sixty four one. Okay. Rayman could have been so, so good. The platformer could have been died. Everything. It's like Banjo Kazooie. The platformer died. Yeah. Remember that time that Xbox bought Rare and then never used them again? That's correct. I do remember hey, that. Hey, 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 hey. Sea of Thieves is a wonderful game. It just took them like 15 years to make it. <laughs> to, and to make it wonderful? That's yeah. correct. Uh, September 2nd, the only thing I could find on this one was Wizard 101 2008. Yippee! I almost applied at King's Isle to do QA for them, actually. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah, the only reason I didn't was because I took too long on my application and the position closed before I could get there. But that's okay, because I ended up working at Blizzard instead. There you go. Wow. Yeah. I have there no I, I have no gaming pedigree. Oh, um, yeah, Joe, I'm a game developer, by the way. Oh, uh, that's cool. I yeah. once played a video game. It was Bloodborne. Uh, I, too, once played a video game. See, that was a mistake, video playing video games. You should have should should have. I should have learned to read instead. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> So, as we move along toward the end of the show, we always ask you, our guest, to give uh, the listeners a recommendation. Which game should they be playing or be on the lookout for? Psychonauts 2. It came Ooh. out a while ago, but it's still the best game. Yeah. I ugly one. cried in the, at 2 a.m. playing that game. I also, like, paid, like, $200 into that Kickstarter. I ah. played Psychonauts <laughs> back when it first released on the Xbox. Like, yeah, first month yeah. it was out, because I heard about it on X-Play. Um, but I did rent it, so I am part of the problem. <laughs> oh, you don't have a you don't have a physical version? Of Psychonauts 1? Yeah. No. I kind of... One day, I'll get, one day I'll get a flash drive with, official, with a physical version of Psychonauts yeah. 2, though. There you go. That's enough. That's good enough. Um, so, Mr. Mr. Paul, what do you got? Uh, I have three rapid-fire suggestions uh, okay. because I'm indecisive. I'm going to keep them brief. Uh, first one is a free game, so if you're tied on the wallet, this is 
where you can go. It's a game called Hollow Cure. It is a vampire survivor style game, um, but it is a Hollow Live fan game. If you're not familiar with what Hollow oh, Live yes. is, they are a group of um, what are known as VTubers. VTubers. I'm not going to explain what the concept of VTuber is. Anime streamers, basically, um, and the all the characters are based on the different VTuber personalities that exist within Hollow Live. Um, and the reason I suggest it, even if you're not a VTuber fan, is just because it's a really fucking good game in its own right. There's a lot of references that you're not going to get, but just, like, pick it up, play around with it, you'll have a lot of fun. Second game I want to suggest is Stray Gods, the role-playing musical, an absolutely <laughs> fantastic... Uh, Wait, did that come out? It's out. Uh, it's essentially uh, I, I a visual novel. <laughs> it's essentially a visual novel in the form of a musical. Um, it's just a lot of animatics um, going through the story of a lady who... Um, accidentally falls in with the um, gods of Eld from Greek mythology in modern times and um, gains the power of compelling people to sing their thoughts, essentially. And uh, it's That's very beautiful. fantastic. Mm -hmm. uh, finally, a game that came out not too long ago, but has been out for a little bit longer, um, Deceive Inc. I believe it's like $10 on Steam or something Ooh. like that. And um, it is a um, essentially a hidden identity first-person shooter where your goal is to get through a map with seven other players. It's kind of a Battle Royale-ish style game. And um, you're trying to disguise yourself, use stealth, trickery, and movement to get through a map, steal a objective from the center of the map, and get to an escape while trying to sn sniff out the other people who are trying to do the same with their own disguises. Very cool, very fun. Got a lot of ho hero shooter elements to it. It's a... Um, What's what's the what's the hot new thing? The extraction shooter. It's basically mm. an extraction shooter, but with like stealth and disguise mechanics. Basically, you're all playing as the spy from Team Fortress Two. It's great. To get a briefcase from the center. It's a fantastic idea for a video it's game. It's super cool. Those are my um, three rapid fire suggestions. Yeah, I'm gonna just recommend first uh, boss game. Uh, it is a very cute kind of. Uh, lesbian RPG is very, 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 Oh, very wait, boss cute. game rules. Hell yeah. Boss game is so cute. Um, and I'm going to recommend uh, Bosch Rush, Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. Um, it, fe it feels good to play. The music's real good. You'll dance. You'll grind. You'll break a leg. Um, metaphorically and maybe physically if you can't dance. Um, it's It's a fun game. Just give it a try. Just give it a try. And finally, of course, uh, Joe, please let us know where we can find you on the internet and if you have anything else to plug. Uh, you can find me at Jolie Green Giant on uh, Instagram and Twitch and TikTok. Uh, and you can uh, go there and DM me all your reasons why Alan Wake is a good game, actually. <laughs> and then uh, you can find my podcast, This Toxic Fandom, if you like RuPaul's Drag Race and also video games. Uh, anywhere on your podcatcher of choice. Very good. Paul, what do you got? Uh, you can find me over on Mastodon. on at, uh, It'll be shrike.club forward slash at Paul's Rockin' Mastodon. I've spelled it correctly since um, the last few times that I've introduced it. Um, you can also find me where I've been streaming increasingly more since I moved on Twitch again. Um, lately, I've been streaming Dead by Daylight, and I streamed a little bit of Holocure the other day. Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Bonzi77. Very good, very good, very good. All right, as always, you can find me at Gaming on Twitter, and you can find the weekly cooldown as well on Twitter at WKCooldown. You can also find me at Gaming on Blue Sky. Uh, the weekly cooldown is not yet on Blue Sky, so um, just just wait a while. Uh, be sure to visit the weekly cooldown and the Gaming Instagram, not the Facebook, 
we're not doing Facebook anymore, friends. Um, it's just it's just not in the cards. Visit wkcooldown.com for more news and other episodes. And be sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Remember, it helps the algorithm to show me to people in Nepal. And then they listen to the show and they tell their friends in the United States. And then I get very popular and I get book deals and stuff. So you got to do that. Uh, be sure to check out the links in the description, including, including, of course, our Humble Bundle for this week. And remember, you can support your favorite charities and support this show. Our logo and art is done by Corgian. Follow Doghouse Corgian on Twitter, D-O-G-H-O-U-S-E-C-O-R-G-I-A-N, Doghouse Corgian on Twitter. And our intro music is done by Riki. Find Riki on Twitter at dog underscore noise, D-O-G underscore N-O-I-S-E. That's all for the weekly cooldown. I am Kami Jace. I'm Paul. I couldn't think of a funny Joe Henderson. I'm Joe Lee. Like we'll Dolly see. Parton song. <laughs> and we'll <laughs> see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.